Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin Adao and Milan Bandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Milan Bandari. And I'm Sachin Adao. And today, we are going to be talking about our all-star picks and why we chose them. Don't forget to vote. Alright, let's get into it. Alright. So, today we are going to be talking about our NBA All-Star picks. Now, as you know, the format is you pick the starters that you want and, you know, whoever gets the most votes, it determines the starters and reserves. So, as we can see with this new, with this um, repeated Westonese format, they are abolishing the team captains, to my knowledge. So, now they're going to go, they're going to revert back to West and East All-Stars. Most probably because the East is now getting rapidly good. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's pretty even at this point. Okay, but Millen, would you like to talk about your West All-Star picks first? Oh, I would. Oh, yes. I would gladly like to talk about my West All-Star lineups. So starting at, starting at a guard, you got Luka Doncic. I mean, I think it would just be disrespectful not to put him in there. So you got to go with Luca. And then um, for the other guard, you get Damian Lillard. Sorry, not Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. And CJ McCollum is clearly having an insane season. Yes, he's out for a little bit, but he'll be back soon. And he's averaging five three-pointers a game on over 40%. So in my opinion, he's a no-brainer. And then for um, and then for the forwards, you get Nikola Jokic, who is absolutely the greatest center in the league. He is undeniably the best player in the league, and that's in my and also again in my opinion, he will win the MVP this year. He should win the MVP. He's truly having a spectacular year. Then you get Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is having one of the best seasons he's had in his entire career, and the Clippers are doing marvelously this year. And then the final forward, Christian Wood. Christian Wood is going absolutely bonkers this season, averaging almost 25 points and 11 rebounds, along with a block and a half. So I think that those numbers are all-star, not all-star starter, but a reserve. And definitely I feel that he should be somewhere on that. All right, now, um, Sachin, would you like to talk about the East? Um, sure thing. All right, now, one thing that I would like to keep in mind here. Uh, while I respect the young talent, um, in my opinion, right now, uh, and this, this is just my views on it, right? The All-Star game isn't about um, what's the most cohesive team. The All-Star game isn't about... Which team has, out of all of these, if you were to pit every single one of these players against each other, which configuration of team would win the championship? No. In my opinion, the All-Star game is about entertainment. It's about deep threes. It's about insane, flashy dunks and everything in between. That's what we come to see. We come to see fun. And in my opinion, my East lineup can do a darn well good job of that. All right, so. At the point guard, we have the amazing Russell Westbrook, leader of the Wizards. Next, we got James Harden at the two. 
Jason Tatum will be playing small forward, although some people argue he's a power forward. Whoever I got filling that spot is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And finally, Joel Embiid at center. All right, let me elaborate a bit on this. Yes, Westbrook is not prime Westbrook at this point, but he can still do a lot of flashy plays. Westbrook is very good for entertainment. And no matter how much people can slander Westbrook, no matter how much they can call him a stat patter, no matter how much they can say that he can't lead a team, he'll never win, no matter what you say about it, you cannot deny, you cannot deny how fun it is to watch his game. So I think that putting Westbrook here in an all-star game is a, is a good move in my opinion. Then obviously James Harden. I mean, come on, the step backs, the, all of the, uh, you could say travels. I don't know too much about that kind of dodgy officiating here, but the step backs, all the deep threes and the occasional nasty dunks. I think that Harden is a pretty good decision. Tatum, young player, but amazing player. He really can do it all. He has an offensive bag. It's loaded. Tatum is an amazing player, and I think that he is he is definitely capable and deserving of all-star starter. Giannis Antetokounmpo, really not much needs to be said here. I mean, Giannis is absolutely amazing. He's a freak of nature. He's one of the best athletic bigs we've ever seen in this entire league. And Joel Embiid, one of the best centers in this league. I would say number two. Um, once again, behind Jokic, who I also chose for West. Uh, but, yeah, I would say that Embiid is the second best center in this entire league. He is an absolutely amazing player. He posts insane numbers, and he really can do all of it on offense. Yeah, he isn't the greatest three-point shooter, but he's definitely capable. He, uh, mid-range, we're, we're just going to gloss over mid-range. Um, and he is obviously a very good dunker. He has great post-game, insanely good post-game. And I think that Embiid is a great fit with this East team. Okay, but Millen, we have to know, who did you choose to be the starters for the East side of the All-Star game? Oh, you want to know that? Well, I'll tell you. Zach Levine, because he's having, one of, he's having the best season of his career, and he is quite entertaining to watch. Then Kyrie Irving, because again, he's going um he's going insane, like literally putting up insane numbers every game. And he has flashy ball handling moves, second to only Stephen Curry in the league. And then you get Kevin Durant. I mean, what can you say? He is having one of his best seasons, and he's just He's one of the best players in the league. And then Giannis, because, well, I'll feel bad if I don't put him on there. He's kind of having a down season, but he's still quite interesting to watch. And I think he'll definitely be a good fit for the East team. And then the centerpiece of this team, the absolute monster in the paint and just complete legend, you get Taco Fall. You know, I'm not even going to explain why I put him there. Sachin, who did you put for your West? Great question, Millen. You, I was definitely caught off guard by that question. Okay, so um, 
uh, this is this is like a mix, you know. Some of the players of yesterday and the players of tomorrow. Now, um, I my current lineup is at the point guard. Although this is actually debatable, so I will just say guard. At the point and shooting guards, we have Stephen Curry and John Wall. Not right now. I know, I know what you're gonna say. Not right now. All right. At the small forward, or at the small forward, we have Brandon Ingram. At the power forward, we have Anthony Davis. And finally, the center is Nikola Jokic. All right. So, not much needs to be said about Stephen Curry being here. Um, he's the GOAT, obviously, and he's my favorite player. There's literally no reason why I wouldn't vote for him at all. But John Wall, one of my favorite players. I mean, John Wall is absolutely insane, and I just think that it's not right to not put him here. And you have to understand, he's having a really good season. I mean, 17.8 points, that's not bad at all, I mean, especially considering his age at this point, and slightly lower on the assists, but he's shooting pretty much 45% from the field goal and around 37-38 from three, um, not to mention over 80% from the free throw. So he is still doing really, really good. So I think that John Wall is a great pick um, because once again, he is very flashy in my opinion. And, you know, he's come back from his injury, yes, but he is still quite an explosive player. And I am very, I'm very, you know, compelled to put him on this list. All right, but Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram, and Nikola Jokic. Let's first talk about Brandon Ingram. He is averaging over 24 points per game, and I just have to respect that. Brandon Ingram is, you know, once again, one of my favorite players in the league. Well, 23, um, sorry. But he is doing insane. 4.6 assists per game, that's much higher than his career average, and around five rebounds per game. His shooting is not that bad at all. Around 38 from three and 46 from the field, uh, shooting pretty much 85 from free throw. He is amazing. He's one of my favorite players in this league, and because of that, I'm putting him here. Anthony Davis, not much needs to be said. I'm not even going to bother going over his stats. Davis is a monster, and in my opinion, pairing Stephen Curry with Davis, who's one of the best at catching lobs, you're combining that with someone who's one of the best at throwing lobs? I mean, come on. That, that would be amazing. And then, no doubt, Nikola Jokic, because... He is, and this is definitely not up for debate, he is the best passing big man this league has ever seen. Absolutely no doubt in my mind. Oh, no, 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 and no. Millen, no. I agree with No, 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 no. I'll, I'll debate it because it appears that we have some extra time. So, yeah, I'll debate it with you, Suchin. Do you want to do it? Okay. All right. Wilt Chamberlain. He is the best passing big man. Okay. Well, Wilt, <laughs> you're just trying to, oh, my God. Dude, Will is going to dominate. We already know that. But Will, I, and I know, I know, I know what you're going to say. He decided one day, hey, I'm going to pass a little bit more because someone told me to. Someone called me a ball hog. And then he ended up leading the league in assists. Okay, it was a completely different time. And, and that era was completely different. That's why I don't regard Bill Russell as the greatest player of all time in terms of rings. Even though he has 11, which surpasses anybody else, yes, but there were literally eight teams at the time. I'm sorry, I'm just not going to count it. 
right? So that arrow was different and I can't stem much from it. Um, and you had insane players back then, don't get me wrong, but obviously there's a reason. Players winning 11 rings, have averaging 15 points per game. You had players making 13, over 13 threes every single game. Like, no, I, I, there must be a reason behind it. Um, one of them is possessions, yes, but I don't think that makes up the entire story. So I'm not going to count those. And if you don't count Wilt Chamberlain, who keep in mind only did this for like the last couple of seasons, I think Nikola Jokic is the best big man passer in the entire league's history. So you got Curry and Davis throwing in catch and lobs. You got Wall being explosive. You got Brandon Ingram scoring in really unique and interesting ways. And then you got Jokic shooting threes or passing it out whenever just randomly and completely stunning the defense. I think that this is an ideal Western lineup and it is pretty cohesive, might I say. Okay, so that was our all-star picks. What, what are your picks? What would you pick for the West and East for the upcoming all-star game? Be sure to vote. It's on nba.com slash or vote.nba.com. You make sure to vote. And I mean, that's about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Post. We will see you next time. Right, a little interruption from our main segment, but we are going to implement mini segments into our episodes. All right, so today we are going to be doing a quiz. There are going to be a total of eight questions of which I will be asking you, and they will range from easy to medium to hard. There will be a total of four easy questions, two medium questions, and finally, two hard questions. All right, so Let's start from tier one. Question number one. Vince Carter had a record-breaking long career. How many years did Vince Carter, the legendary Hall of Famer, play in the league? You have 10 seconds and your time starts now. Okay, and if you said 22 years long, you would be correct. The previous record was Dirk Nowitzki with 21 years long of a career, and Vince Carter had recently broken that. All right, number two. Shaq was known for, among other things, uh, having a lot of nicknames. One of the most famous and well-known of these great many nicknames is the blank. All right, and if you said the diesel or just diesel, you would be correct. All right, on to our third question in the easy tier. Michael Jordan and company completed this very famous feat two times. 
further solidifying his argument for greatest player of all time. All right. Now, um, this is just to give a little more of a hint. Uh, this is a piece of slang. It's a combination of words to refer to, in sports, winning a championship three times in a row. All right, once again, you have got 10 seconds. All right, and if you said three-peat, you would be correct. All right. Now on to our final question in the easy tier. In 2016, first ever unanimous MVP, GOAT Stephen Curry, had led his team to a record of blank regular season wins. Little more of a hint, they had nine losses that season in the All right, and if you said 73 wins, you would be correct. Their final record for that regular season was 73 and 9. All right, moving on to the medium tier. These questions are not too hard, um, but they require a little bit more thought. All right, so question number one. The Oklahoma City Thunder found themselves up 3-1 in a playoff series against the famous Golden State Warriors in the 2016 NBA playoffs. Now, due to absolute explosions from people like Clay Thompson and the shortcomings of other players on the Thunder, the Warriors were able to overcome this fable deficit only to blow one of themselves in the finals. Okay, um, how many times has the blowing of a 3-1 lead happened before in the NBA playoffs? Not the not only the finals, the playoffs as a whole. All right, 10 more seconds. Okay, and if you said 13, you would be Correct. All right. Now, sadly, Dwight Howard is one of the most hated and disrespect players, disrespected players in this league. But people forget just how amazing he can really be sometimes. On March 20th, 2018, Dwight, who was playing for the Hornets at this point in time, posted 32 points and 30 rebounds becoming one of the few players, keyword players, to ever do so. Which other players and how many times have they ever had 30-30 games in NBA history? Um, now, for this one, to make it a little bit more clear, you can just think of how many times players have done it. Um, although it will be fine if you give a slightly lower answer, uh, because one of these players is absolutely insane. Um, quite an insane statistic, and I think it shouldn't necessarily count. All right, once again, 10 more seconds. Okay, now this is where it gets, um, 
fun. We'll just say that. Now, you could have a lower answer, say maybe two or three, and you'd be close, but um, technically, it's somewhere around uh, 126, give or take. 124 of these Fable 3030 games are from one player and one player alone. You probably already know who I'm talking about. It's Wilt Chamberlain. Um, he probably had more of these games, to be completely honest. Wilt was pretty much averaging a 30-30 for his first season in the league. So I really am not surprised if Wilt has more of these games. But obviously, he played so long ago that nobody really has any idea. Right? So this one is kind of a toughie. Um, maybe putting it in here was not a good idea in medium, but that's why leniency on this question is allowed. All right, but now into the hard questions. Now, I will also give a little bit more time, 15 seconds, because, uh, you know, these questions are a bit harder, but otherwise, let's just get right into it. All right, now, on December 20th, 2005, the legendary Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, would show the world his capability yet again when he would score 62 points in three quarters, outscoring the entire opponent, that being the Dallas Mavericks, in that given time. The only thing is, you know, he did it in three quarters. 62 in those three quarters. At the end of that time and the start of the fourth, Kobe was, he didn't play for the fourth quarter. Um, because it's overkill. He didn't need to play. Um, although I think if he did, he'd probably have a higher career high. Uh, at the start of the fourth quarter, Dallas only had 61. This has never, ever happened in documented NBA history. To be honest, Wilt Chamberlain probably might have done this before. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> he probably did, but... Um, going off of documented NBA history, this is the only instance of this happening, um, that being outscoring an entire team in that three quarters. So, regardless of this, how many players have scored over 60 in a game? And by how many players and times, you just get the number of times anyone has ever scored over 60. So, what would be that number? Okay, if you guessed 77, uh, you would be correct as per some sources. Once again, Wilt Chamberlain, we have no idea if this is true or not. Honestly, once again, he probably scored more than this. Um, see, that's where it gets dodgy, right? Using NBA history, because you also have to factor in Wilt Chamberlain. And that's always a problem because Wilt probably surpassed anyone's imagination. Um, because I don't know. You know, there's possessions as part of the story, but point is, Wilt was a monster and put up the most insane stats ever. So, going on to our very final question. Ish Smith was, at one point, a journeyman. He then, um, journeyman means traveling to a great many different teams. He then signed a three-year deal with Detroit at one point in time, 
and is now in Washington playing the very best basketball of his entire career. But him having been a journeyman, he has now officially played for 12 teams. Now, what were those times? What were those teams? 15 more seconds. Okay, so the teams that Ish Smith has played for in his career are... I've got to get ready for this. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, the teams that he has played for is uh, Houston, Memphis, Golden State Warriors, uh, Orlando Magic. Uh, once again, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Oklahoma City, New Orleans Pelicans, Philadelphia, obviously Detroit and Washington. So, and quite a lot of teams, but how did you do? How many questions did you get correctly? Well, I mean, obviously I wouldn't know, but I'm sure you did an absolutely amazing job. That will end our little mini segment, and uh, let's just get right back to the main thing.